when Jesus ascends into heaven, he leaves instructions for his disciples. And he says, I want you to go to all the nations and proclaim my name to the ends of the earth. And the church has been fulfilling that for 2,000 years. It wasn't just directed to them, but to all of us. And each of us has our own mission in life from God, but it always involves spreading the good news by my words and my deeds. What kind of witness are we in the world, or who or what are we witnessing to if it's not Christ? What, what do people see when they see us? And this is, this is our mission, and Christ says, I'm going to be with you, but this is what I've given you to do. This is your work in the world. Um, when I was, uh, I grew up in my primary years in Akron, Ohio. Um, anybody know what, Ak- what's Akron famous for? Tires, right. Anybody, nobody here's from Akron, are they? Good, okay. <laughs> well, on my father's side, I had four, grand, four uh, grandparents who were all, uh, grandparents and great-grandparents, they all worked for a different rubber company. So uh, one of my grandparents, one that raised me, uh, worked for the B.F. Goodrich Company, and he rose up in the ranks and became a, a, a big executive there. We moved out to California, and he took over the, the West. He was the representative for the company on the West Coast. Uh, you know, if there was any problems, they would come to him, and he was, uh, uh, you know, the buck stopped with him. So I remember he, one of the things he was involved with was aircraft tires. I can't, and several times I went to the airport and sat there for hours while he was doing something. I can't remember what it was. It was sort of prophetic. Uh, but at one point he had somebody come up to him who had a problem and didn't like the answer that he'd gotten from my grandfather. And so... Uh, the man said, I want to speak to somebody more important than you in the company. And my, I, my father said, this is the story that he told. He said, he looked at him and he said, for your information, I am the B.F. Goodrich Company. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be able to say that? Some of you probably could say that in your businesses. For your, you have a complaint about St. Ed's. For your information, I am St. Edward Catholic Church. <laughs> I'd love to say that, except it's not true. <laughs> You'd say, who do you think you are? Well, anyway, my, you know, my father identified himself with his work, because I think we, men particularly do this, but I think all of us do this. And he got, uh, he, when he retired, they gave him a gold watch, which is something you don't see too much these days, and they gave him a certificate, and I still have both of these things. It was a self-winding watch, very lovely watch, and, uh, and he was replaced with someone else. But my, father, my grandfather never... Um, really quite got over that. Uh, he died very shortly after retiring. I think part of it was he didn't know what to do with himself after he retired. Who am I when I'm no longer working for this company? For so many years, I identified myself with this, with this and then suddenly, I'm not that anymore. I used to be that. And we, we find this is true, even with parishes, you know, we move to a new building. What is St. Ed's when we're so identified with the other building, you know? And, and make no mistake, that's a big part of what, what we of what, who we are, is where we worship and what we do. And Christ has a mission for us that's much deeper than all of these various roles that we play in the world. We all have a number of different roles that we play. You know, we have our family and our work and our school and the people that we know, our friends, our avocations, uh, the things that we like to do, the groups that we are involved in, uh, our lives to live in. All of these are different things, roles that we have, but Christ gives us an overall mission. And if we don't know what it is, 
we can't fulfill it. And the disciples, in the first reading, there's three different cycles of readings for the ascension, but the first reading is always the same. And that's from, from Acts. The disciples are asking the wrong questions. It's amazing. They've been with Jesus for three years. They've seen him walk through a wall. They've seen him die on a cross. They've seen him raise the dead. But they weren't listening to what he said. Why did they come and choose him in the first place? The, the, the Acts makes it very clear that only 11 were there, not the 12, because Judas had, had gone. And a couple of them, they said, are you now going to restore Israel from the Romans? Are you now going to take over and chase out all the bad guys? And Christ was not going to do it that way. They had what they thought was God's will for them, their mission is not what, he, what they thought. We have to learn over time what it is that God is asking of us. And I can imagine Christ going up to heaven hearing this question and just kind of rolling his eyes and saying, oy vey, boy, have I got some work to do with you guys. <laughs> and he said that to me a few times over the years. Oh, Lord, are you now going to fulfill what I want? Are you going to do it my way now, now that I've done all this for you? He says, no, <laughs> I'm not. And thank God for that. Um, you know, when I worked for the airline, I used to think, because I wanted to be a priest for that whole 10 years I was doing that, uh, I thought during that I was wasting my time. And I look back at it now, and I realize every customer that I helped, and there were a lot of them, uh, was the world of God for me. And it was as valuable as anything I'm doing now. And I like to convey that because no matter, at every stage of life, I hear from people that say, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing for God or or especially if we're ill. I'm useless to my family. I'm a drain on, on this or that. And, but God has a plan for us. This is as valuable to him as when we're in the prime of life. When we're in school, this is God's will for us. The people, not always just the classes, but the, the kids in school, the, the, uh, the one that nobody likes, you know, that's the test for us. Uh, the, what goals am I going to have for my life? What people are going to come into my life this week? What challenges we're going to find? Somehow... I am an outpost of the kingdom of God here and now. And in all of this, I am the representative of Christ, just like my grandfather represented his company. Only this does not come to an end. When we find that the, these two angels are standing there after Christ goes up into wherever he goes, you wonder, where did he go? Where did he go? We know, did he go up into space? Did he get bigger than the universe? I think that's likely. Did he go into another dimension? That's probably likely. Out of this creation, for sure. But he promised us, I did not leave. I'm never going to leave. I'm just changing my form. I'm changing how you're going to find me. But I'm still here. He's here right now. And he's present in all of the different things that we're doing. And the angels are looking at these guys, probably the a lot of other people were there also, I imagine, you know. And he's saying, they said to them, don't just look up in the heavens. Don't just speculate about heaven. I have a job for you to do. But don't do anything till the Holy Spirit fills you because they still didn't understand what Christ wanted. We too don't understand sometimes God's will or what we're supposed to do with our lives. But in every case, God has a perfect plan for us. There is something that we have been given to do on this earth, and all of it is to witness to God, to Christ, by our words and by our deeds. 
all of us are teachers of the faith by what we say and what we do. It's an infinitely valuable vocation that does not come to an end like my grandfather's did with a gold watch, a certificate, and a replacement and a loss of identity. Instead, as we follow God's will, we get closer to what our identity really is. And it, we find that all these other paths and roles that we have are all part of what Christ has in mind. Some need to be corrected or changed, but God has a plan for all of us. We pray that the Holy Spirit will enlighten our minds, as the second reading said, that we may know the fullness of God's will and follow his plan for our lives.